listening to Phenomenology Club Radio. Hello and thank you for listening to this audio podcast. I am Buttress, the host of Phenomenology Club, which is an interactive online community of artists and thinkers centered around this content that I create and curate online for us to talk about which is why both our tagline for Phenomenology Club and the subtitle for this discussion series is Talk About It. Most of these uploads are originally streamed live on our YouTube page. If you're interested in interacting with those as they happen live, please go subscribe and turn on the notifications at youtube.com slash phenomenologyclub. And in general, to learn more about our club, what we do, and how you can become a member for only $1 a month, please visit our website at www.phenomenology.club. Thank you for listening. Stay trippy. Hello, it's me, Buttress, and this is Talk About It, the official podcast series of Phenomenology Club. This is it, guys. This is it. This is the upload where in 25 years when I am running for supreme leader of the New World Order, also known as Pangea 3000, they will dig up this episode from the archives and say, we can't elect Buttress as supreme world leader of Pangea 3000. Look what this bitch said. Look what she said. But you know what? I'm from New Jersey, so I do what I want. How y'all doing? How y'all doing on this beautiful Sunday evening? Because it's Sunday. Did you know that? I say it's Sunday, so it's Sunday. It's actually not Sunday. And if you're listening to this not when it's happening, now you'll never, ever know when this actually happened. (laughs) Hey, Dad, says Rachel Johnson. Do I look like a dad, bitch? Maybe. Maybe I am a dad. Thanks. Hi, offspring. How relevant. Because today we're going to discuss eugenics. I said a few episodes ago (laughs) that I wanted to discuss eugenics because one of the last times I logged into social media, I saw a lot of people talking about some hot take Richard Dawkins dropped. Oh, I'm coming in a little hot. Going to turn down my levels a bit. Sorry. Who's Beth, Renato? I know no Beth. My name is Bethany. Also, I mean Bethany, meaning house of poverty. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah, Richard Dawkins dropped some hot take, as he's often known to drop, <laughs> on Twitter talking about eugenics, which raised a lot of hubbub. And I thought it was interesting because eugenics... And the ethics of medicine in general and what kind of technology we use in our processes of human reproduction. These concepts, I think, uh, really raise a lot of super controversial, super hard to navigate philosophical problems. And I do not have a solution, but I do have some thoughts that I know many of my peers find to be scary uh and they're scary to me as well i'm gonna share some of them with you uh and 
you're going to use it to uh, get me not elected as Supreme World Leader of Pangea 3000. But fuck it. Let's go for it. Let's do it. So let's use Richard Dawkins' tweet as our launching pad uh, for tonight's discussion. I'm going to read the one. I think he had a series of tweets because, you know, he was going on and on. But I'm going to read the one that, uh, as far as I understand, was the source, the beginning of this controversy that arose on social media when he dropped it. <clears throat> Ready? This is from Richard Dawkins. <laughs> this is what he said. He said, It's one thing to deplore eugenics on ideological, political, moral grounds. It's quite another to conclude that it wouldn't work in practice. Of course it would. It works for cows, horses, pigs, dogs, and roses. Why on earth wouldn't it work for humans? Facts ignore ideology. <laughs> now, let me just say, first and foremost, I think Richard Dawkins is an asshole. Um, I think he's racist and he's a provocateur. I think he's still high off of his glory days when people gave a fuck about listening to Christians and atheists fight on stages for hours on end about creationism. And we've all moved past that, thankfully. Not all of us, really. I mean, atheist YouTube is still doing it. They're never going to stop. They're just <laughs> they're just still going. Having fun debating the fucking creation myth with Christians all day long. Like, aren't you guys fucking bored? Uh, so... I do not like Richard Dawkins. He sucks. And I think that he uh, wants to <laughs> still be this guy that people are like, well, how can you how can you be out here obliterating people with your harsh truths, brah? So fuck him. Uh, and at face value, too, this tweet, I think, just makes no real sense. Uh, for one, I mean, he says it's one thing to deplore eugenics on ideological, political, moral grounds. Uh and I don't even really see the difference between any of these things necessarily, especially comparing ideology and morality. I mean, morality is in and of itself ideology, I would say. So I'm already confused after the first phrase. Uh, but then he says, it's quite another to conclude that it wouldn't work in practice. And he doesn't even define what he means by work. But then he gives the example of cows, horses, pigs, and dogs. I don't, uh, and roses. I'm not sure exactly what's up with roses. I, I don't know shit about plants. But all these animals that he lists, like, it's no secret to anybody that dogs out of, I think, any other species have the most health problems and the most genetically uh, passed on diseases and shit because of all of the eugenics we have done with crossbreeding dogs and breeding dogs for this or that specific purpose, you know? So it's like, really? Has this worked for any of these things? And all of the livestock that he mentions, these animals that we eat, it's like, did it really work for them? I mean, I don't think that they're like at their healthiest. I would imagine that they were much healthier before we decided to put them into these fucking factories and shoot them up with steroids and breed this one because it's bigger and fatter and all this, you know? So I don't really know what the fuck this man's is talking about, okay? Um, so Renato says, is that the guy who poses with cigarettes? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's possible. Sounds, sounds like it could be. Um, but anyway, a lot of people were very upset by this tweet. I saw some of the responses to it. Um, and it raised within me a lot of, uh, a lot of thoughts and questions, 
Um, and when thinking about eugenics, I think that I think that some interesting problems arise because what is it exactly that we, the general human public, are critical of and wary of when discussions about eugenics and especially discussions like Richard Dawkins is trying to start about how about how potentially eugenics might not necessarily be some morally corrupt practice at its core you know what what is it exactly that we are being critical of and what is eugenics let's ask Merriam Webster because this is what we do so Merriam Webster says eugenics 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 the practice or advocacy of controlled selective breeding of human populations in parentheses as by sterilization to improve the population's genetic composition um so that's interesting i've also pulled up wikipedia uh because i liked their little definition i'm going to read it really quick eugenics from wikipedia from the greek eugenis well-born eugenics is a set of beliefs and practices that aim to improve the genetic quality of a human population typically by excluding people and groups judged to be inferior and promoting those judged to be superior so in both of these definitions about eugenics um it's clear that eugenics is not only the practice of selectively picking and breeding populations for qualities that are perceived to be superior, but also by excluding certain populations or variables that would result in some offspring that could be understood as inferior in some capacity. And thinking about this has me thinking, well, not just now, this has been a thought in my mind for a while, but... Isn't it true that we already practice eugenics in a pretty extreme way? And I think the most obvious example I could think of uh, right now is what about how often um, women, well, not just women, couples, um, selectively abort offspring that might suffer from some serious health complication? Do we think that this is any different from what's being practiced with eugenics? What do you guys think? Is this a process of eugenics to abort a fetus that quite possibly, uh, you know, as confirmed by things like sonograms, is going to be less healthy than some other offspring? What do you guys think? Let's get some discussion going in the chat. What do you guys think, huh? Answer me. Say something, you fucking cowards. I'll tell you what I think. I think that there really is no core difference between aborting some fetus that you know might suffer from some health problem 
as it is to selectively breed for any other reason, you know. Um, but at the same time, I'm not saying that I necessarily mentally treat this practice with with how I perceive eugenics as a historical thing and quote-unquote institution in my mind. Edward says, yes, it's pretty similar. <laughs> FCKU says, fuck. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that there really is a difference. So it makes me wonder exactly what is it then that we are so appalled by uh, when we see takes such as Richard Dawkins. I mean, I'm just appalled by the fucking guy's need to <laughs> still be relevant in 2020. You should have just let your uh, history speak for itself and maybe people would forget that you're an asshole. But um, Oh, Edward has followed up. However, when people talk about eugenics, I think they mean like on a huge systematic level of some Nazi shit. Maybe that's not what Richard Dawkins meant, though. Well, I think you're right, Edward. And um, I think that this is very relevant, you know. I think that eugenics, what we are critical of when we think about eugenics, is exactly this. It's specific history and the way that it's been implemented by specific groups of people, most notably the Nazis, you know, um, but also in all types of way in American history, you know, we see the U.S. government doing things like allowing the forced sterilization of black women in certain communities and other demographics, you know. There's been all types of fucked up shit that is called eugenics and that we associate the history of with eugenics the word, you know. But from an ideological consideration, do we think that the, the very concept of breeding selectively for traits is in and of itself unethical what do we think about this do we think that to breed selectively is in and of itself unethical <laughs> renato again asks is he the cigarette guy he is the cigarette guy lol <laughs> Please post this picture of the cigarette or a link to it because now I'm intrigued. But what do you guys think? Do you think that selective breeding is unethical? I mean, I personally think, like I just said, we're already balls deep in selective breeding. And in fact, um, from an evolutionary standpoint, which I'm sure somebody like Richard Dawkins really appreciates because I'm, I'm pretty sure he's one of these, uh, these fucking, what are they called? social darwinist types the fucking thinks that everything has its foundations and like evolutionary bullshit but um you know it's undeniable i think that historically uh humans reproduce for for reasons that have very much to do with things like selective breeding you know oh i'm going to reproduce with the vin diesel of my tribe because he is so brolic and manly and can protect our offspring <laughs> he also seems so virile actually no he's balding somebody else i don't know the guy who plays aquaman he has a lot of hair and he's brolic and so macho I want to have my offspring with him. He can protect them. And also, I think he has millions and millions of sperm per cc, which I'm judging by his long, beautiful fucking hair. <laughs> um, 
and Jessica Parsons just spoke to this when you said, I mean, that's just choosing a partner, right? Right, I would say so. Um, Wiley says, as long as you're not making sure that other groups are being stepped on, I think selective breeding might be okay. Edward, no, it isn't. We kind of do it when looking for a partner to reproduce with. Uh, Jessica, liking someone for their eye color, physicality is a normal thing. And Edward says, once human rights are being impeded on, then it becomes unethical. But when are human rights becoming impeded on? Um, I think that this is just, this is really interesting because like I said a moment ago, I think that as medicine moves forward uh, and technology of medicine moves forward, our moral landscape is being completely transformed in really amazing, hard-to-navigate ways from a philosophical perspective. Because look already what technology of medicine has done to things like moral arguments as far as survivability and sustainability of people, you know? In the past, I would say, it would be much more considered ethical or at least understood why someone might consider it ethical things like mercy killings, you know, or euthanizing certain people because they have some sort of illness that cannot be helped or, you know, something like this. And this is something I think we still extend sympathy to in our various conversations. I mean, there's a lot of people that advocate for things like uh, euthanasia, you know. The idea that if people are suffering, they should be allowed to end their own lives and we should be allowed to help them do this, you know. Um, and I think that a similar idea is found in the general public sympathy for people who decide to abort their fetuses that might have some sort of genetic problem or some other health disorder, you know. Um, but... I feel like this kind of idea is becoming more and more controversial in certain incarnations the more medicine improves, you know, because in the past it might be considered it might be considered merciful in our caveman tribe to, you know, push the guy with a broken leg off the cave like no hard feelings, you know, but we think it's like the nice thing to do. <laughs> but now you would never, you know, if somebody has some medical ailment, if we have technology to help you survive anyway, then of course now it seems much more moral to use technology to help you. And it's really interesting because this kind of flies in the face of all that we've come to think we know about evolution right and what seems evolutionary and ideas about only the strong surviving and shit now it almost seems like the opposite is true it's more moral to you know promote the sustainability of more vulnerable populations um and i think that this is really interesting when thinking about a thing like ivf you know in vitro fertilization um I personally think that IVF, IVF is really kind of some eugenic shit, like hardcore. I mean, and I think that people have a hard time conceptualizing it this way because the idea is that, oh, I have problems conceiving or maybe there's like a homosexual couple or something, you know. Uh, and so it's seen as like overcoming a disadvantage to get IVF. And in that sense, I think a lot of people would not see it as something that aligns with eugenics. But it totally is. I mean, first of all, 
you have to be wealthy to afford such a thing, right? It's kind of like the upper classes basically just fucking enforcing their right to reproduce. And in America, if you're wealthy, even if you have some sort of reproductive problems, you can still reproduce anyway by hiring out the body of some woman probably that lives in India and is getting paid 10% of what an American surrogate would get paid, which is still fucking nothing, uh, and then getting to reproduce, you know, because you're rich. And because you're rich, you can afford this insanely technologically advanced procedure. Um, And let me just state for the record, I mean, I am against surrogacy, period. I think that it's a completely unethical practice. I don't believe that it should be allowed for women to hire out their bodies for something that can literally kill them. I think people forget how risky pregnancy is to women's health. Women die in childbirth all the time, and especially our more vulnerable populations. Black women die in childbirth at a much higher rate than white women in America. And if you look up where surrogates are most often hired from, the vast majority of them are in India and in Eastern European countries. I don't think it's right that rich, wealthy people from America can go into these other countries, hire out these women that are really vulnerable, really desperate for money, pay them still barely anything, you know, to basically rent out their fucking bodies for a thing that they could very well die from. And even women who exist in more first world quote unquote unquote countries still die from surrogacy. A surrogate just died, I think she was in the UK. Um... It happens. So that's my fucking hot take about surrogacy. So this is also why I'm against IVF. I think that I might be more open to it uh, in another context. But the fact that it requires surrogacy, in many instances, I'm against. Um, But I do think also that it's very, very classist. Fuck it, I said it. Um... (laughs) Wiley, how do these fucking videos always make me think I agree with shit like eugenics? Hey, hey, nothing, nothing has been said yet. But where was I going before I went off into my surrogacy uh, tantrum? Yeah, it's interesting how medicine, I think, has completely transformed the moral landscape. Now it's almost, I mean, it's, it's very confusing because, okay, we think... I think that, like, all of these arguments are so mediated by their various contexts, you know? Like, a thing like, a thing like, like what we were saying a moment ago, you know, eugenics is ideologically perhaps not a thing that is morally corrupt or uh, or wrong at its most fundamental level, but we're critical of eugenics because of things like how it's been used to promote racist agendas, you know, the Nazis love it, white supremacists love it you know it has a history that aligns very much with these institutions of scientific racism and such you know but the very idea of breeding selectively I mean is it wrong because you also have to think now that we're on the brink of things like super genetic editing and shit what about that you know because Right now, these conversations are still so mediated by our current reality where only this or that is possible. But 
think about this uh, Chinese scientist who who recently made these twin girls with all of these genetic edits, you know. Um, I think that it wasn't even revealed to the public exactly what he did to them. But I know that one of the genetic edits that he did on them was supposed to be uh, that they were, I think, immune to HIV, which obviously, I mean, he did not do because he really felt there was some... true fear of these girls contracting it it was just basically using their bodies as some sort of fucking lab rat thing so he could test out this thing he was doing you know what about things like this what about humans wanting to have i don't know longer legs or fucking bigger titties or wings (laughs) even you know like as technology advances which it has already done and is going to keep is going to keep doing what about this is it ethical to use medicine and technology to advance quote-unquote our bodies what do we think about this because this is what i think i think that As it stands right now, like I just said, medicine has transformed our current understanding of ethics. And right now where we're at, a popular idea and I think one that we all pretty much subscribe to is we are morally obligated to use medicine and technology to help people who are disadvantaged. If someone is dying on the street and we know that we could use a defibrillator or a shot of epinephrine to revive them and let them survive to throw them in an ambulance and bring them to the er if it's true that it's morally incumbent on us to use medicine in these kinds of scenarios then wouldn't it also be morally incumbent on us to also promote and advance the health of our offspring with our technology if it's our moral responsibility to use medicine in ethical matters to promote survivability then wouldn't that also be true for future outcomes hmm hmm what do we think Wiley, where are my big tittied winged bitches at? Right here, baby. Did you guys watch that show Unnatural Selection on Netflix? That was really fascinating. Um, and also really fucking scary. Because I personally had no idea how far we had come in genetic engineering. And ever since watching that series... I've been researching it and I really am kind of floored and kind of shook because, you know, if you saw that show, you know that they're already doing things like releasing entire populations of genetically modified mice into certain uh, uh, areas to do things like, you know, combat the spread of certain tick populations and shit. You know, they're trying to use genetically modified animal populations to help with various like ecological problems, which I just find to be scary because as all of this technology is still so new and untested, you know, I just I feel like 
so many things could probably go wrong that we don't even understand yet. You know, what if one of these mice has some mutation after contracting this or that disease and the disease has become some super fucking disease and then it's fucking a monkey and then Dustin Hoffman and a fucking helicopter and fucking shit. <laughs> <clears throat> Wiley says eugenics is about raising the elite and oppressing the inferior but we are able to improve the inferior with our medicines Jessica it's going in that direction so we might as well hop on the train hmm Edward, well, if eugenics prevents only bad things from being passed on, sure, but doing eugenics probably prevents other things from being passed on along that way. I assume I am no scientist. Well, I mean, it's interesting because I think in this conversation, especially, it really all has to do with what people think is bad, you know? It's easy for us all to agree that a thing like, you know, a congenital deformity is bad, you know? But there's other people, like the scientific racists of the early 19th century, that would also say this or that race is bad. It's biologically inferior. And they would also say this isn't some moral argument or stance it's it has nothing to do with anything except that science says that you know this is a biological disadvantage don't blame us you know so who are we really to say what is or is not bad because we know that institutions like science themselves are biased you know maybe it's wrong that we interfere at all but then if it's wrong that we interfere at all then how can we also feel as if it is our moral duty to use medicine to help disadvantaged populations hmm what do we fucking do <clears throat> it's tricky it's very tricky because on the one hand yeah if we're going to do things like allow for abortion when, uh, you know, well, we should allow for abortion in any circumstance, okay? This is my moral ideological position, so it ultimately doesn't really matter. But if we are going to publicly approve of, from a moral stance, um, the idea of aborting fetuses that have some sort of deformity or you know some sort of health problem if that's true then I have to wonder why because what's the justification the justification is that this being will suffer right so if that's morally acceptable right then is it morally acceptable to allow people to have that offspring anyway if it's morally acceptable for somebody to say okay this child has some sort of a congenital deformity even though i know that they could be sustained with modern medicine i'm going to choose to abort instead if that's morally righteous let's say then wouldn't it be morally wrong to allow people to say Actually, you know what? I know this child is going to have a deformity, but I'm going to have it anyway. Hmm. This is where it gets really controversial, huh? Because both of these things can't be simultaneously true. But I think that 
as it stands right now, they're kind of considered to be simultaneously true. And why? Because ultimately, we are in a mode, I think, where basically the desire of the parents is ultimately seen as the thing that should be venerated, you know? And this is why I think, personally, we put so much... Well, we don't... (laughs) We're never really allowed to be critical of institutions like IVF, you know? And people will cry their fucking eyes out on television and stuff talking about how they had to do this or that IVF when... I don't give a fuck, cancel me Pangea 3000, but it's like, dude, there's so many kids in the fucking world without parents. You think I'm going to sit here and cry for you because you're wealthiest, like, fucking $50,000 IVF procedure uh, is having complications? I don't give a fuck, I think you're kind of a sociopath, but this is kind of where we're at right now. Uh, And I think where we've always been at, upholding this social norm and ideal that it is everybody's God-given right to reproduce, you know. And especially women, because this is our role as women in the world, right? This is my one, this is my one thing I was born to do, to have a fucking baby. So, of course, people are going to justify whatever I need to do to have my own baby, even if it's paying thousands and thousands of dollars to uh, <laughs> get this incredibly advanced medical procedure that I can afford because I am wealthy and affluent in the United States of America, you know. I mean, I, I try to understand how I can, like, <laughs> access a viewpoint where I feel sad when I just see these people crying about IVF and shit, but I don't. I'm like, dude, ugh. You would rather go through all this shit than just fucking adopt a kid. And we know for a fact that there's so many fucking kids without parents. Like, what are you doing? I don't think that shit should... should, uh, I don't think that shit should be legal. That's how I feel. But it's because of our contextual reality, you know. I think that if it were not true that there were thousands and thousands of children in foster care and thousands and thousands of children without parents uh and perhaps we had some sort of reproduction crisis where you know we needed IVF to reproduce well I don't know what I would think in that scenario I would probably think that we got there because we fucked ourselves up by doing all this gene splicing for the centuries that lead us to that point or something so I would probably just be like fuck it at this point but, uh, yeah, if that weren't true, then maybe on, in another context, I would think IVF is totally good and reasonable and we need it to continue the great human race. But as it stands right now, um, contextually, I don't really see any moral justification for a thing like IVF. What are you guys talking about? If someone wanted autism to not be passed on, would that be morally or ethically wrong? Mm, Well, that is a really interesting question. And also one that I think uh, brings us back a little bit to a moment ago when we're thinking about things like what is bad, what is considered bad, and for what reasons, you know. Um, Someone else just said, Is autism genetic anyway? I mean, 
my I'm not a scientist either, you know, but I have I don't like to get conspiratorial, okay? But if I get conspiratorial on any topic, I would say maybe it's my feelings about autism where I feel as if maybe autism itself is some sort of evolutionary mutation, you know? <laughs> because really a lot of our autistic population I think has really um traits that could be understood as super desirable you know I mean look at autistic savants like the kind of computational abilities these people have is just incredible you know uh but we also know that evolution is not really necessarily an intentional or conscious process and evolution misfires all the time populations have had evolutionary mutations where the mutation ended up hurting them you know so it stands to reason that these kinds of things can still exist in human populations and I didn't make this up either well I actually did make it up and then I googled it to see if anyone else thought the same thing and there are scientists that are pursuing this theory okay so it's not totally stupid but uh shit I'm open to the idea you know because why is the prevalence so high and uh you know Uh, I'm not a scientist. I'm not even going to go that way. But it's an interesting question, Edward, you know, asking, is it, is it, uh, if you knew that your child had autism, is it morally right or wrong to abort? What do you guys think about that? Jessica says it does get tricky with bodily autonomy pushing for the right to abortion and getting faced with the need for IVF is what do you mean by that um yeah I mean I'm somebody who I really wish that in all of these abortion debates people just brought up the fact that pregnancy is literally a risk to your life and that as far as I think uh, as far as I'm concerned, is all that needs to be said. Yeah, I never see it said, you know. If we push this idea more, because it's so true, I mean, childbirth has killed millions and millions of women throughout the history of humanity. I'm pretty sure that childbirth was, like, the number one cause of death among women until, like, last century or maybe the one previous, you know. Childbirth is risky as fuck. Pregnancy is risky as fuck, you know. And that shit, even when you don't die, completely transforms your body. Body, you know but like I said people have no empathy so we don't even have to go to that next point all that needs to be said is it's a life it, it, it's a risk to your life that should be enough that should be enough to let people abort for whatever reason they fucking want you know I think it should be a woman's choice obviously uh and this is really all that needs to be said of course there's all types of reasons why else you might support abortion especially in our specific context but I think that that's really all that needs to be stated. What else could be stated, you know? Why do I have to risk my life for somebody else? I don't, you know? No one can make you jump in front of a moving train to save somebody on the tracks. Because this is what people are saying, you know? Like, oh, well, uh... Well, it doesn't matter. Let me continue. Nobody can make you push somebody off of a 
of a train platform with a train moving towards you guys on the tracks, even if maybe, maybe you could both survive, even if it seems like you probably could both survive, nobody's going to hold it against you or criminalize you for not getting on that fucking train platform and saving this person. That's how we should think about abortion, you know? It, it, it might be true that, yeah, like, maybe there seems like a good possibility that I'll survive, I'll be fine, but the fact remains that I can die, so I should not be criminalized for choosing not to participate in this thing. Case fucking close. Jersey! <clears throat> Caitlin. I don't think there is a need for abortion just because your child is autistic, but I mean, if someone were to do it, I don't know if I'd be mad or anything. Well, I'm not sure if you could tell whether or not, I'm pretty positive you can't actually know. You cannot, because autism, I believe, is measured, right, based on, like, social variables and how they interact with others and their speech patterns and all this, so you can't tell, but, you know, people already do things like abort for other quote-unquote mental disabilities you know I think that autism personally is seen as a much more controversial thing than some of these other things that we call mental disabilities or whatever because so many normally functioning quote-unquote people have autism you know I think that's really why people are appalled I don't know if that's controversial but I think that that's true you know and that's kind of fucked up when you think about it, you know, <laughs> because if you if you are more upset by people by this idea that like, oh, maybe people uh, will abort their fetus because it might be autistic, then you would be for somebody aborting their fetus because, you know, they have some other mental handicap then isn't that really fucked up? Because the only difference really is that if you're autistic, you know, plenty of autistic people still function very normally in society. Or maybe it's not fucked up at all because that's really the whole moral justification for any of this. The idea that you would abort a fetus because, uh, you know, it, it has less of a chance of doing okay, I guess, without, le without assistance in society. I don't know. It's fucked up. This is like a philosophical fucking landmine. Yes, yeah, just like Jessica just said. Also, the autism spectrum is so broad, includes those with very low functioning as well as people with Asperger's. Yeah, I mean, I personally think that um, the the spectrum is way, way wider than it probably will end up being uh, in the realm of clinical diagnosis you know I think that as time goes on because really autism is only a thing that has been named and researched within the past I don't know how many years you know uh I imagine that the classification systems that exist for it will change dramatically you know uh and I suspect that a lot of people on the autism spectrum really have nothing in common you know I think that right now uh I mean psychiatry and psychology as institutions really are held to no meaningful standard at all fuck it they just like suck then <laughs> they both still have so much pseudoscience within them i would not be surprised if within even the next decade they tell us actually everyone that we said was on the autism spectrum like the people on opposite poles really have absolutely nothing in common you know i wouldn't be surprised at all uh 
right now they're still just kind of grouping these people based on like general perceived characteristics, you know. Yeah, Edward. Edward says, okay, maybe not autism, but what about Down syndrome? There are functioning, quote unquote, people with Down syndrome. Exactly, you know. Um, I think that Down syndrome is just generally seen by the public as a thing that is more of a handicap, you know, and this is why people would probably be much more empathetic with a couple that chooses to abort if they find out that their fetus has Down syndrome versus if they find out their fetus has autism, you know, because autism is much more prevalent and we see a lot of more high a lot of more functioning quote-unquote people with autism you know but I think that's also just due to social stigma and taboo because I think a lot of people probably don't even realize that a lot of people with down syndrome do things like live totally on their own and are self-sufficient and some of them even raise their own families you know so this has very much to do with uh, I think social stigma and taboos too and this is why we have to talk about the underlying ideology um so it's been about 43 minutes i'm not gonna go much longer um but to conclude i think that this is really something that is not really well defined or articulated in any meaningful way as it stands right now you know what is our moral obligation as humans as far as it relates to things like medicine, you know, because I think that the dissonance arises from multiple things appearing to be simultaneously true. On the one hand, we still foster this attitude where we feel as if it is morally acceptable and perhaps even morally righteous to not to basically not bring people into the world that we know or as close to definitively knowing as you can get that we know will likely suffer for this or that reason, right? But at the same time, we also feel as if it is morally wrong to not put all of our best efforts into using medicine to promote the survivability and sustainability of these same exact populations, you know. So how can both of these things be simultaneously true? What are we really promoting here? If not what seems like to me in this moment, some really nebulous kind of ill-defined moral relativism subjectivism really you know the idea that well whatever the parent wants or whatever this person wants or whatever's right for you is right is that really all we have to go on um I feel like especially as things like genetic engineering become more and more complex um and are being utilized more and more that we should really try to form some sort of premises that we can use to look to uh, when all types of problems will arise undoubtedly because they will very soon you know and I think 
I think that if we don't start delineating some sort of clear arguments and what we think exactly, then we're fucked. <laughs> Caitlin says, damn, this is so interesting. I'm so sad I missed 90% of this live. Well, lucky for you, I'm about to get out of here and you can listen to it in full. I hope you meditate on these concepts and maybe that you can come back and we can talk some more about where they lead you. Maybe you could see this as a homework assignment because this is a home homework assignment that exists for myself, especially in the past few months as I've been thinking on it heavily. What I think about medicine's role is in what we come up with for systems of morality you know how do we integrate medicine into our ideas about morality in a way that is philosophically coherent because right now as it stands right now this idea that whatever this or that person wants is the righteous thing to do i don't think is working currently but is kind of okay at the moment since the stakes are not super high yet you know but I think that this is just going to become more and more complex for future generations of people. So we should all think about it deeply. So I want you to do this. And then I want you to tell me your fucking thoughts. Okay? Because you're all so fucking smart. And I love all of your stupid fucking brains. If you want to talk more about this with me, by the way. It's only $1 to join our Discord in uh, via the Patreon in the links. So go do that if you want. You could come into the Discord. We're always in there talking and fighting about what a chair is, what a punch is, what is punching. Is eugenics ethical? Yada yada. So also please give me a thumbs up because when I ask for one, I get more. So please do that. Thank you everybody and I'll be back soon. I'll talk to you later. Happy motherfucking Sunday evening.